Hello and welcome, this is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive, and you're tuned in to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2020. This is the 30-day span of time between October 22nd and November 21st. To get the best information from your horoscopes, I always recommend listening for both your sun and your rising sign. If you don't know what sign you are, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you're interested in working more deeply with astrology this Scorpio season, then please check out the Scorpio season attunement practice, which I have available for download now on my website. The Scorpio attunement is a two-part workshop that includes an hour of astrology with me, where I offer suggestions for working with Scorpio's energy in your chart, body, and life, and some key themes for Scorpio season this year, including timing for potentials and challenges. In the second half of the workshop, artist, composer, and intuitive energetic conduit Holland Andrews, who's also a Scorpio, will guide you in a somatic vocal exploration for working with Scorpio's energy, accessing your intuition and personal power, and cutting cords with that and those who no longer serve your growth and highest potential. Access to the recorded workshop is available by sliding scale, and 50% of all proceeds will go to Radical Rest, a decentralized pop-up and community of healers, therapists, and guides who provide free services to Black, Brown, and Indigenous folks and activists. For astro nerds and embodiment enthusiasts, I offer an extended content subscription that includes in-depth month-ahead forecasts and exploratory experiential prompts for learning astrology and working with daily planetary transits and lunar cycles. Subscriptions are available by donation. Find more information at embodiedastrology.com and follow me on Instagram at embodiedastrology for regular updates and musings. If this work is helpful for you, the best way to support it is to share it with your friends and through your networks and to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcasts. Of course, your financial donations are so appreciated and essential in sustaining the production of this work. Thank you. Hello, Cancer. Welcome to Scorpio season. So you might know that Scorpio is one of your fellow water signs. And whenever there's a season that comes in your same element, for you, the water element, um, we're working with parts of your chart that have a lot to do with who you are as a being. And with Scorpio, uh, we get drawn into who you are really as an essence. And so this is deeper than your identity. It has something to do with your, your um, kind of essential quality. You know, if you think about the energy of you, what do you vibrate and how does your energy ripple out and um, extend into the world? And I would love to call this energy also your creative energy and acknowledge that you create yourself and that um, the energy of you creates in many ways your life, um, your vibe, right? Pulls in experiences and relationships and challenges and teaches you about yourself and you have magnetism and that magnetism creates a kind of energetic field around you. And that energetic field is your life creation. And beyond that, um, you in your essence have desire and desire wants to experience things <laughs> and your creative energy, um, is a incredible manifestation energy. And so you create, 
in the world. And uh, we create all the time. Um, all of us are very creative beings and we create through all the things that we make and we pour our time and attention and love and interest into. And some of the things that we create are very uh, tangible um, for those of us who are literally creating things, making things, building things that are objects. Um, that might be one way and a lot of people create a lot of different things. Um, and for those of, of you who are parents, um, well, that's a big creation too, you know, creating a life. And whether or not you birthed that life or took part in its uh, DNA development, if you are parenting or involved with children and their development in some way, um, even if you're not with them every day or night, uh, you are still very much a part of their creation. So as we kind of move into uh, Scorpio season for you, I just want to call in all of this energy of your of your essential nature, your essence, your vibration, your you-ness, and your creative generative energy. And as I speak to creative generative energy um, with this part of your chart, and also definitely with Scorpio as an energetic, I also want to acknowledge your erotic energy. And erotic energy, of course, um, is not necessarily sex, although it can lead to, um, but it's really quite a profound power. And for many, um, it's kind of anxiety producing or scary. And this is where Scorpio, you know, kind of gets its, uh, its look, so to speak, its aesthetic, you know, we've got this like, mm, passionate, uh, sometimes forbidden, sometimes taboo, um, really edgy, totally desirous, um, compelling kind of gravitational force field that is Scorpio. So your uh, essence, your creative energy, your erotic energy is Scorpio. In the cancer chart and as we move into the season there is a lot of emphasis uh, in this energy and um, especially at the uh, beginning of Scorpio season the first um, the, the first week of the season or the last week of September um, it feels like you are coming into some kind of new knowing of yourself in this energy or a, a kind of new chapter of yourself in this energy. And it would be great if you can um, bring some, some space and time for attention and cultivation with yourself uh, to be with this energy and kind of just check in because you're starting a new cycle um, right now. And this new cycle wants to grow into something. And what it wants to grow into is more consciousness in this part of your life and in this part of your energetic and expression. So what does that feel like for you with your creative, generative, erotic essence? What do you want to be giving your time and your attention to? What do you want to be growing? Um, I want to speak especially to those of you who are parents and say um, you have a creative life outside of your children and your children are amazing and they definitely need your creative, generative energy. But uh, I have a number of friends who are parents and, you know, sometimes they just need that reminder. So in case anybody listening needed that. Um, as we get into the full moon on October 31st, um, this is Halloween day or Samhain. This is a time of year that all over the world is uh, recognized in many traditions as a time when the veils between the worlds are thinner. We can access um, our unseen allies and ancestors. We can also access the deeper, more unconscious parts of our own being. Um, this is a great day to kind of check in with your mystical, witchy, magical 
magical energy, especially with your creative, erotic, generative force. And uh, just kind of feel into it, like what do you want to be creating in the world? And um, what does this look like? Like, can you imagine it? If you were to imagine the um, eventual outcome, not a fixed point, not something that you know is gonna end, but some kind of future manifestation of your creative, erotic, generative essence, what could that look like? This is a full moon that is inviting possibility and new ideas and uh, a little bit of strangeness. It's a very strange feeling full moon. And so let yourself get a little weird, you know, freak flags flying and such. Um, what would happen if you just really let this energy in you express itself in the ways that it wants to? Uh, what would that look like in some kind of future manifestation is a place that you might meditate for a moment. Um, as we move into November, we're moving into Mercury's turn direct. Of course, Mercury is retrograde as we go into Scorpio season. And as Mercury turns direct on uh, November 3rd, you might be getting clear about some um, kind of foundational agreements and um, mm, configurations that feel uh, important in terms of allowing you space for your creative, erotic, generative essence or energy. Um, some folks are going to be uh, dealing with home and family matters and space, time, details, etc. that allow you uh, this this energy. Um, for folks who are parents, there might be something working out with co-parents or partners. For folks who are not parents, there might be something that's working out with housemates or with living situations or with uh, family that need to complete, like there's some kind of clarification process that uh, needs to complete so that you can move back into your own energy um, and kind of expand from there. And so there's this feeling that as we start into Scorpio season, you've got all of this creative energy and then um, it, it takes a little bit, like a little bit of working out and something needs to get clarified so that you can actually land in that energy and uh, start to let it build in a way that I want to say is like um, more sustainable or something or like you you have a better sense of what it is and what you can do with it. I don't know if that's making sense for you. Um, as we get into the middle of November, around the 11th, 12th, and 13th, uh, 14th of November, there is a lot of powerful astrological energy, a lot of stuff that's going on. Um, I want to speak to the issue of your relationships and partnerships, um, this issue that I have been revisiting in your horoscopes for years now. I want to say that... Um, as I've been saying all of 2020, you are reaching the end of some kind of important transformational process that you have been in when it comes to relationship and partnering, um, who you are with other people and the kinds of agreements you make to be in relationship with other people in general, but also specifically with important partners and collaborators. And it feels like there's uh, some kind of culmination of a lot of work that has um, occurred in the last couple of years, but certainly longer than that, even in the last decade or even more. But in this last year especially, um, it feels like you've done a lot of learning, you've done a lot of growing, and as we get into middle of November, there is some kind of culmination. There's some kind of sense of, okay, and now I understand what this all has been leading me to. Um, you, 
you kind of get a lesson and um, you might be giving yourself that lesson or it might be coming through an arrangement or an agreement with a partner or collaborator of some kind or with your relationship to relationships in general. Um, but I do want to say give space and time for for this this transformation to continue. Um, you are turning a major chapter in it and there's still a couple of months um, to be working things out and to feel that there's some kind of directional clarity around where you are going. Um, so you want to give that time and when it comes to the next couple of months and where you are going, um, certainly in regards to partnerships and collaborations, but also just in the sense of your life and your work, um, there there is this feeling that you're getting somewhere around middle of November and you're going, okay, this is the direction that I want to go. You feel a sense of clarity and definition. And again, there are still some hurdles, like there's still some, uh, you know, challenges that you're going to have to face between now and the end of the year. And when it comes to relationship issues, um, the, the end of the year really brings a significant transformation and there's also what I would say is kind of a lingering residue of this um, transformational process you've been in that will still take you into the next couple of years. So things to keep in mind um, around this time and, and in whatever way is relevant for you, um, you don't owe anybody anything unless you... Uh, decide that you do. <laughs> um, in terms of, of you as a being, and I really, again, want to kind of come back to this, your essential nature, like your generative, creative energy, who you are, that's yours. You are an autonomous individual in this lifetime, maybe in the energetic realm, we're all made of the same stuff. But in this lifetime, you've come in to live in a separate body. And you get to have some kind of experience of being an individuated being. And your individuated being needs to be able to express itself and needs to be able to express itself um, with some kind of confidence and power and a sense of honesty and in integrity with your own instinct and intuition. And if you are engaged in relationships or partnerships that block you, mm, you have to make a new agreement <laughs> and there needs to be some shift and a different kind of support. And what it feels like to me in your chart is that that shift in support is potentially available. It definitely depends on who you're relating with and their willingness, their capacity. Um, and it definitely isn't without challenge or struggle on your part, on anybody's part. But it is available. And so this is a time to work with your friends, partners, collaborators, spouses, to work with your idea of other people and how you are in relationship in the world and tend to the ways that you might block your own energy, that you might wind yourself up in sense of duty and obligation and attachment to tradition or like the ways that things have happened in the past because it feels scary to go into some kind of new future way of being or unknown way of being. Um, look at the ways that, that you get stagnant in relationship. How do you cling 
to sense of security? How do you cling to some kind of, um, you know, way that you might hold yourself to maintain your dignity or your pride? How might you cling to a sense of obligation and duty? What is your energy? What does your energy want to express in the world? With other people and also in the world in general, what kind of being are you, right? If we go back to this idea of you create your life, what kind of energy are you in the world? And where in your dynamics, in relationship, and in the agreements that you make in your relationship, do you experience blockage or frustration or some kind of manipulation of your own energy? On the new moon, November 14th, uh, you know, process these ideas, like you're going to be processing them, I think, for days leading up to the new moon. And then as you get into the new moon, set an intention for yourself, use that new moon energy to set an intention around your own energy, and how you want to be in relationship to your own energy. I really want to stress that this is not about how do you want to be in relationship to other people? What do you want that relationship to look like? This is about you with your own energy. How do you want to be in relationship with your power, with your essence, with your creative, erotic, generative energy? Set that intention for yourself. And then as we move through the last couple of days of Scorpio season, it feels like there's a lot of space to expand around that intention and again to kind of be moving towards, forwards in this future vision. Scorpio in its embodied rulership um, abides in the pelvis, in the reproductive and eliminative organs, your genitals, um, pelvic floor, and sacrum. As we move through this season, uh, check in with this part of your body. I'm sure you maybe already thought about this part of your body as I'm talking about your creative erotic energy and uh, all of that, um, but why not, you know, make it the meditation for your month and really be present in this part of your body. Notice when fear patterns uh, manifest here, when you tuck your tail, when you clench your pelvic floor, um, when you feel disconnected in your low belly and your low back, um, especially when those sensations arise in the company of another person. Um, what are those dynamics? What would happen if you could kind of relax, really move into your embodied power, into your anchor, into your stability, transmit that sensation to whomever you might be um, relating with, see if they can get picked up on it too, and see where you go from there. Um, I am wishing you all the best in Scorpio season. I hope that any or all of this horoscope is helpful for you. Bye for now. At the beginning of Scorpio season, as I recorded these horoscopes, we were just weeks away from the end of the 2020 presidential election in the United States. Whether you voted early, whether you went to the polls, whether you did not vote at all, if you are living in the US, then you, like the rest of us, have been inundated with political news, voter motivation, and mixed messages about what this election is really about. To settle some of the confusion and help us clarify our thinking and priorities, I interviewed Shilpa Joshi for the most recent special guest episode of Embodied Astrology. Shilpa is a community organizer and advocate working specifically around climate justice and policy. She talked about the impact that the current administration has had on environmental policy and why this election is so important on a whole range of issues. If you're interested, you can find that episode on all of your favorite listening platforms. 
If you're looking to make major life shifts or align your work and efforts towards a more equitable, environmentally sustainable future, please join me for Pivot Shift Transform, a three-part online embodied astrology intensive where you'll learn the basics of working with signs, planets, houses, and transits. In this intensive, we focus on the major transits of 2020, 21, and 22 and interpret them in relation to our own charts to divine guidance on how we can best align our plans and efforts with the radical societal reconstruction that is already underway and absolutely essential for a livable future on our planet. This is a pre-recorded online workshop which is suitable for all levels. Access to the recording is available by sliding scale. 30% of all proceeds for this workshop are donated to Mudbone-grown Solidarity Food Shares for Black families. For those of you really wanting to dive in with embodied astrology on a daily basis or commit to a regular financial donation to support this work to continue, please become a monthly subscriber. Subscriptions include exclusive content such as month-ahead extended forecasts and day-by-day -day astro journals that support you in working with the astrology of each season through embodiment, creativity, self-reflection, and life practice. Subscriptions are available by monthly, quarterly, and annual donation and include discounts for year-ahead birthday reports. Go to embodiedastrology.com for more information on my upcoming events, subscriptions, and other offerings. Thanks so much for listening.